ESPN LA 710. Welcome back to ESPN LA 710. I'm Laferne Cusack. Thank you so much for joining me. We're talking about Sign With Me with founder and CEO, Deanne Crosby. Welcome to the show, Deanne. Thank you, LaFarne. I'm very excited to be on your show. Good morning, everyone. Now, uh, Sign With Me is bridging the communication gap between the hearing and deaf communities through cross-cultural awareness programs. Tell us why you uh, started this organization and what's the need for our community? Well, when you consider there's more than 28 million deaf and hard of hearing Americans, we have a huge communication divide. And because I'm a person that loves people and social justice in general, I recognize that there's a huge need. And so we decided to establish Sign With Me as a way to bridge that gap. Many deaf Americans want to communicate with us <laughs> and we want to communicate with them. But we are often, you know, stunted because we don't know how to communicate. And so oftentimes when we don't understand something, we have a tendency to ignore it, push it aside and not deal with it. Yes. So we want to push the envelope to get people to care about other cultures other than their own and to be willing to raise their levels of sensitivity toward others. And the way that we can do that is through learning about other cultures and learning about language. Language is a connecting piece in any culture. Mm-hmm. And so we want to be able to bring equal communication access. So as an interpreter, as a educator, as a sign performer, as a producer, that we see as a great need in our communities. And so that's what we're doing, trying to bring that awareness through education, through um, a lot of people want to learn sign language. If you're interested uh, in that nature, then we try to bring that as a service offering as well to start building that rapport, building that connection to the community. And And you guys are having a barbecue with a purpose. Tell us about that and how we can participate. Yes, just recently we actually produced the first of its kind American Sign Language Emergency Preparedness videos. It's an educational DVD series, and we're trying to bring education and awareness to the deaf community as to how they can become prepared for emergencies and disasters. We found that there was very little information available to assist those that are deaf and hard of hearing and those that have access functional needs. And so we came to the charge to produce a product that would bring education and awareness to the deaf community. So we are doing things right now, events, uh, campaigns to raise funds so that our community can bring support by the units. We have units available that we want to get out to the deaf community free of charge. And so we're hosting various different community events and barbecue with a purpose is the next one coming up on this coming Thursday, July 12th. And it's going to be held at Q Barbecue Smokehouse, Q Smokehouse in Long Beach. And it'll be from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. So we're asking everyone to come out. It'll be a deaf-friendly, inclusive environment. If you have a business or an NPO, which is a nonprofit organization, and you want to network and uh, we'll have on the hour, every hour while we're there, you'll be able to make a public service announcement about your service offerings. Oh, that's great. And when I met you, I met you a couple of weeks ago at the nonprofit communications and media network um, mixer over at CBS. Yes. And you brought to my attention about the emergency. Yes, emergency preparedness. And we talked about, you got, my goodness, if you consider 80% of Americans are not prepared for disasters. 
imagine that the percentage of death of the deaf population that also is not aware. Right. And it is. And I was like, oh, I do a lot of shows on emergency preparedness because we're here in California. Tell us how this came along, the ASLEP, which is now on sale. Oh, great question. I actually had attended a meeting. There was an organization called PACRED, and they had received government funding and was looking for projects to actually fund to meet the need of the um, grant offering. And I actually suggested to them, they were looking at um, different emergency preparedness initiatives to bring to the community in Compton, Compton, California. And I suggested, hey, well, whatever you do, let's make sure that it's equally accessible for the deaf and hard of hearing and make it visually a visual representation that they too can receive the information. They love the idea. Mm -hmm. And so consequently out of that, they gave me the project to produce... Oh, and producing the video and making sure that it had ASL actors. Our product is is for the deaf, by the deaf, fully accessible for the deaf, meaning all the cast, everyone is deaf or hard of hearing. So we don't use the term hearing impaired. The deaf community finds that very offensive. They simply prefer to be called deaf. You can say deaf or deaf and hard of hearing. To say something is impaired implies that something is broken and needs to be fixed. And culturally, deaf people are very proud of their deafness, and they don't see themselves as a disability. They see themselves as a, a linguistic minority. They simply communicate with through a different means, and that's through their hands, through visual means, through visual modes of communication. So to call them impaired implies that they are in need of fixing, which is what the general hearing population's viewpoint, medically perspective-wise, is always trying to fix it. Oh, you must want to be hearing. Right. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm, you know, I'm that you're deaf. Oh, your child is deaf when they're when they're born. Oh, we're so sorry. No, deaf celebrate their deafness. They celebrate it, but they don't like the term. Yes, and um, for for someone that is not uh, aware of this. What are some things that maybe the hearing community does not know about the deaf community? Oh, well, one thing is dismiss the whole idea that deaf people want to become hearing. Number two, deaf people are not angry people. <laughs> expression is part of their communication. So when you see a person signing, expression is part of the grammar. Mm-hmm. So it's not that they're upset or that they're angry or that they're over-emotive. That's part of the communication. The communication happens in the face, through the eyes. If I raise my eyebrows, I'm asking a question. If I lower my eyebrows, I'm asking a different type of question, like who, what, when, where, why. Okay, so your expression, what I do with my mouth, what I do with my eyes, what I do with my hands, plays a part in how I communicate. So that's another thing. Don't assume that deaf people are ex- just so emotional or angry when they're signing. Yes. Uh, when I met you, you were actually signing as we were talking. And I was like, oh, wow. Yes. One reason why I actually signed, it was actually a deaf pastor that encouraged me to sign and talk at the same time. Generally, it's impossible to sign in sign language as an ASL, the actual language, and talk at the same time because the syntax is different. So I sign more of an English, um, sign exact English mode of communication because people can't see deafness. And so I do it as a way, number one, to raise awareness. You don't know who's deaf in the room. Yes. Okay. And as a, also as a way to teach so that the larger majority of the hearing population can see signing. 
which we rarely do see it or pay attention to it. And so I use it as a way to sign and talk at the same time to hopefully pick the answers. Oh, what are you doing? And ask questions about it. Yes. And again, you're having this barbecue coming up this Thursday and everyone can participate. How can we find out more information? Well, the reason, first of all, we're having the fundraiser is we want to promote the ASLEP, which is the American Sign Language Emergency Preparedness Video Educational Series. So this DVD, we want to get it out to the community, to the deaf community. So how are we going to do that? We have a larger percentage of hearing people. So we're saying, hey, why don't you sponsor and buy some units and we can get it out for you? to the deaf community. So we're looking for sponsors, we're looking for community supporters to help us get the important, this important safety message out to the deaf community. We don't feel that we should charge the deaf community for free information that's <laughs> readily available for hearing people. So we're calling upon the masses to say, hey, support us. So that's the reason we're doing barbecue with a, pur- with a purpose, so that people can come together. Maybe you've never met a deaf person. you get a chance to meet someone. Maybe you've never attempted to try to communicate writing back and forth or gesturing or trying to sign to engage. We want to welcome that interaction. We want to welcome that engagement. We want to welcome that inclusion. And so we want to do it in a way that's fun. Everybody loves to eat, right? So come on out and eat, hang out, and I'll help you. I'll introduce you and introduce you to your very first deaf person. (laughs) Yeah. And that that would be great. We had on our show a few years ago um, some athletes who were deaf, and it was exactly what you're saying. It's not how we can communicate. It's how how we treat uh, people who are deaf. One thing that I learned is that the a lot of people in the deaf community feel that that uh, when you have that surgery uh, to become cochlear implant surgery yeah that that's kind of offensive yeah i mean you have so many different views imagine this if everyone that is hard of hearing or deaf receives a cochlear implant what do you think happens to the deaf community it becomes smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller so you're trying to fix me to become a part of a different culture, right. part of the hearing world. So it's, 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 a, it's interesting, the perspective on it. You have your cultural perspective and you have your medical perspective. Now, I'm not against cochlear implant. If it works for you, it works for you. And that's typically the um, position of most deaf individuals. For some, it works. For some, it do not. People enter the deaf community so many different ways, mm-hmm. through accident, through old age, outside of being born deaf. So there are different ways people identify. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, it then depends on how you're raising your household. If <laughs> 90% of deaf babies are born to hearing families. So if that's the case, mathematically, the reverse is true. 10% of deaf babies are born to deaf parents. So if my child is deaf and I'm a hearing mom, I'm more than likely wanting that child, a natural instinct, is for that child to be like me. So why would I want to learn sign language is oftentimes the view of a lot of hearing families when they should mm-hmm. to communicate with their child. There's, I mean, just isolation from birth throughout, you know, their age that they're experiencing here in our communities from the home to the community to the schools to life. There's a lot of isolation because no one wants to learn 
learn my language. And that's what touched my heart. I want to be that one that is willing to learn how to engage. I want to be that one that says, hey, would you consider learning and be interested in engaging other people? They have needs just like we do. They buy and are consumers just like we are. They're a whole market. There's 3 million in California, 28 million in the United States. That's a huge market that many of us haven't even tapped into as business professionals and owners because we haven't considered it. There are many things you can do that can accommodate that and bridge that gap. Like providing an interpreter, turning on closed captions in your business facilities. Right. Right. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Now, with Sign With Me, Deanne, you have many different programs. You have diversity training classes and workshops. Can you tell us about some of those and how uh, we we can participate? Sure. On our website, we do um, list the individual service offerings. We started out in the community as a a grassroots community-based organization, and we still are offering classes. So you have tons of individuals out there that's interested in learning sign language. They look at it as a novelty. Oh, it's a wonderful expression of language I want to learn. So we use that interest and say, hey, come and learn in an informal classroom setting. Learn the basics, introduction, and we'll teach you a song on top of that. Music music is a great way to introduce anything and everyone loves music, even deaf people. And so we use a creative um, platform in our curriculum where we not only share um, how to sign um, basic introductory phrases and et cetera, but we also teach you how to perform a song. And then we have workshops. Some of our community centers just want us to come and work with kids five years and up to 13. And then we have our companies that say, hey, we want to improve our employee relationship with our deaf and hard of hearing employees as well. Come on in and can you share with us and maybe teach us some industry-related signs to help us with our engagement with our deaf and hard of hearing that either we service or that come in or that we employ. And so those are the service offerings that we have. And so everything we're doing is raise those, those services raise funds for us to put out the um, universal accessible media that we're looking to put out, like the emergency preparedness product, and we're working on a documentary short. Oh, great. Tell us about that. Oh, wow. So without giving too much, we're focusing on an aspect of um, the deaf community, um, that their voice has not been heard. And so there are a lot of, um, I could say, just like if you think about the civil rights movement, what was their experience going through that? How were they impacted being African-American and deaf, mm. male or female? Who are they? Who are their heroes? Right. So we want to highlight their voices that have been unheard. That's great. And then mm. I, I know there are a lot of deaf athletes out there that are really cha- uh, change makers for not only themselves, but people opening up what it means to be a deaf athlete. Um, Absolutely. I mean, you have deaf that are employed and active in just about every profession. But we we go, wow, it's a deaf person. Now they just happen to be deaf. There's nothing physically wrong with them. (laughs) They can excel and achieve just like anyone else, given the opportunity. Mm -hmm. So you have deaf actors that are SAG actors and actresses. Um, You have comedians. You have business owners. You have doctors. You have lawyers. Yes. Yes. (laughs) You have teachers and educators, professionals that are out there in the community that are deaf as well. And you'd be surprised, you know, if we would just allow that expansion of our viewpoint to, you know, 
be rotten. Right. And we can do that by attending your barbecue. Again, barbecue, BBQ with a BBQ purpose. with a purpose. <laughs> so come on out, everyone. See what we're doing. See how you can support, how you can partner and become a friend of Sign With Me. Um, your sponsorship is, is so relevant and important. And even though you may not have a full access to deaf people, we're going to take the message out there to them for you. We just need your financial support. Yes. Thank you. And again, it's Thursday, July 12th. Yes, at Q Smokehouse in Long Beach at 300 South Pine from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. Come and eat. And whatever you spend, the organization, the restaurant will donate 20% back to our organization. Ah, that's great. And you can also find out more information on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You are, you are all over that, right? Yes. And go to <laughs> www.signwithme.org and you can actually view the previews of the Emergency Preparedness Video Project on our Sign With Me TV channel. Oh, I love it. So you can see what you're supporting. Yes. Uh, founder and CEO Deanne Crosby, thank you so much for sharing Sign With Me with our listeners and also your event that's coming up again. Thank you, LaFarne. I'm so excited. I'll see you guys all soon. Thank you. Again, go to signwithme.org for more information. I'm LaFarne Cusack, and this is ESPN LA 710. ESPN LA 710.